Hello everybody, it's Jane again and here to share another biz chat with you. I've actually been away on holiday and then we've had a bit of a gap of getting back into the swing of it. So we're on a roll again and really looking forward to how our biz chat today with uh, Lena Freyberg who has a business called Be A Good Girl and it's um, really fabulous. She sells products online but that's not all that she does. She's also my virtual assistant and helps me do my um, social media work and uh, also others I think as well and she works a full-time really busy job so this is going to be a really great little session today because we're going to find out what does it take to actually start a side hustle and what are the tips and tricks that Lena has learned herself that she could pass on to us so without further ado Lena looking forward to hearing from you thanks for being here Hello, I'm Lena. I run a small business called Good Girl XO. It's an online shop, goodgirlxo.com, and you can buy all sorts of plastic-free alternatives um, for your daily life, for your bathroom, for your kitchen, for cleaning, and it's based in Christchurch, and yeah, I love it. So from doing Monday to Friday, I'm a salesperson. I work as an employee and then at uh, nighttime I run my own business and I also do this on the weekends. I try to do that as most as I as best as I can passive basically. So my I have this business not completely on my own. I have it with my friend and he does all the um, financial things, accounting and the dispatch and stock control and also looks after our store. Um, and I do the sales, um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and yeah, try to make that all happen. And I love doing it so much. And sometimes I think I just want to do this full time. That's my passion. I love it. Well, I always wanted to have my own business and I listened to other people that had businesses, what they, um, what, what they recommended. And I heard this saying of find a product that you already like and make a small change to it and i mm. was in the shower showering myself with a cognac sponge and thinking i could sell these mm. and because at that time my sister told me to get a sponge a cognac sponge um and i had to order it from the uk and she said it's the best thing she has used she has no issues anymore in her skin since she used the sponge and I thought oh sweet I order one ordered it from the UK and it, it's this tiny little sponge it's super light and it came in this massive box with all this plastic and I thought this is so pointless that sponge is made from a plant it's biodegradable mm. compostable um and it's wrapped in plastic we're like wow what is the point so I thought I can do that different so I I took that idea, took that little sponge, met with my friend and said, we need to sell this without the plastic. What do you think? And he was straight away on board. And I pitched it to his wife as well, and she loved it too. So I was like, okay, if I have the girl on my side, then perfect. Um, then we set up a, a business, um, registered a limited company, um, start, uh, you know, got a domain, um, got a Shopify store, and then ordered the product in. I started an Instagram and that's basically where, where it all started. So I started to figure out how to upload um, 
you know, posts on a regular basis, how to make it look nice, how to take photos. Honestly, New Zealand is the best location to take aesthetic photos of plastic-free products because we literally just went with our sample products um, to New Brighton Beach and I had it on my on my head and I still have the photos of mm-hmm. this little sponge on my head with a pee in the background and it just looks so good and it was like with the shitty old phone and <laughs> it was just yeah so now I, I take the sponges with me anywhere where I go in New Zealand traveling and just take product pictures wherever but since then we have we have started we have grown like we um started with the sponges and then we also stock other new zealand brands for example raw nature is a deodorant a plastic free deodorant um which i really like using myself so i i then reached out to them but i could stock their products too Mm. and i only like to stock stuff um that i personally use and that i like and that i can make content about it and i can explain people about it and yeah Oh, that's fantastic. How much time would you say you spent on the research side of it, sort of how to do the social media side of it and, and getting it out? Like if you've got a website and things like that. Yes. Yeah, so I spent, so the setup process took long. Um, and, I, yeah, during the week I spent a couple of hours maintaining it. Um, I do a lot in the mornings before work or after work or in my breaks um I, you just have to wing it yeah, there is definitely a lot of hiccups that will come your way mm-hmm. and the most important thing is don't give up my first order i had was for a sponge and a deodorant and this customer got a rash from my deodorant it oh, never typical, ever happened it? again it just wasn't for her yeah. like maybe she reacted allergic to one of the ingredients or anything and I, I panicked i was like oh my god my first customer and she got a rash oh my god this is so bad <laughs> i love this product i use it myself how could this happen rah, rah. Mm. the good thing was that was a new zealand based brand and i reached out to them and they straight away said look just tell her this and this and this and we refund so i could refund her mm-hmm. um and then she came back and bought other items so these things are going to happen and i mm. feel like whenever i do something whenever i start something new it first will not work and it will be extremely frustrating mm. and that's really important to push through because there are so many more good things that are going to happen it's mm. just i think that the universe is trying to test whether you really want it right now or not yes um our concept is that we are selling the cognac sponges nude and we play with the nude a bit like we are nude and <laughs> he will come nude to you and we'll wash your body <laughs> um that means it's not packaged at all mm. um so our we have also stockists um retailers along new zealand they often have them in glass jars in refill stores and stuff mm. Um, and when we would dispatch them, we literally just put them like that in the courier bag. And we did that for a trade me order and I straight away got a complaint. She didn't <gasps> like it. And it wasn't packaged, oh. even though it was on the trade me listing, but she didn't like it. So I told her, look, I'm sorry. Um, if you want a refund you, this is just our concept, but if you don't like it, absolutely fine. And you have to be open to this too, yes. because if you have an idea and people don't like it, then don't do it. But if one person doesn't like it, doesn't mean no one likes it. And it was the only complaint I ever got. It was just funny. It was the first one. Totally. And to pause on that and to, for, for people to understand, you know, 
we've got to be so aware that it, what suits one doesn't suit another. And we've there's a, a ratio, um, they say as well, that it's um, 30, 30, 30. So 30% yeah. will love it, 30% will be on the fence, and 30% won't like it at all, and they'll be on their way out. So you've learned some really good lessons as you've started yeah. that business, so that's cool. Yeah, and also building partnerships is so important with other businesses, collaborating, mm. like especially when I resell products, I resell for other brands that I import to New Zealand, and I um, have brands that are manufactured in New Zealand, mm -hmm. and then I import some products myself um, with my own branding on it. And the ones I, so for example, we have a really cool razor. It's a safety razor with a pivoting head and it's fully um, plastic free and reusable and you basically can use it forever. And that's from America and they have really cool, it's called the leaf razor and they have really cool branding and social media and do really well on socials. And they are really, really good at the collaboration. So those strong relationships are really, really important, especially when you're a small business and cash flow is so important. So there will be <clears throat> definitely setbacks along the way. That is absolutely normal. Um, you know, like some products will get damaged or in our example last year, we got scammed um, to orders. Um, we're on a chargeback on a stolen credit card. And these things are going to happen. It's like shoplifting and when you have a physical store. Um, you lose some, you win some. And the most important thing is keep going. Don't give up. Um, don't let it drag you down. Keep going. Mm. Keep keep learning from it. But what are the yeah. elements as you see that are important? Yeah, social media. Get on social media and post on a regular basis. Collaborate. Collaborate with other content creators, like send them free product and they will post about it for you. It doesn't have to be massive people. They can have 200 followers or 300 followers. Um, do TikTok as well. It, that is really, really good, even though it takes you some time to get into it, but it's definitely worth it, especially when you're a product-based business. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, constant product research as well. Pinterest is really good for me even though I can lose myself scrolling through a bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, new ideas, find new product, read about stuff in your industry and talk to people, ask people, tell all your friends and family about it. You will be surprised how many people are actually supportive. Mm -hmm. um, and network, go to networking groups. When you are working a nine to five job, go on weekends, do evening courses, meet other people. There is other other business owners who are people that are your target audience, and then you get some feedback. Mm, that's really good. Um, how many hours would you say you're doing on the side? Probably about another 20 hours a week. Yeah. And so what um, is the goal for you? My goal is to definitely at some stage work full time in my own business. So I want for me, I want to work and sell a product that I 100% ethically believe in, that is eco-friendly, fair produced, no animals were harmed in the whole process. And it's also doesn't have has the most minimal environmental impact as possible. I don't want anything that pollutes, that's unnecessary. Um, that is, yeah, that a business that just aligns with my values. I also have another side hustle where I do freelance work 
in social media for yeah. other businesses. Like for me. Um, yes, like for you. <laughs> um, and I would like to at some stage have those two as the full-time business. Mm. But then on the other hand, I do enjoy my day job too. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, I'm wondering. It's really hard. And this is a really good point to bring up because um, from my, my side looking at it, um, you've got your passion in three places. <laughs> well, probably passion in two places um, and the job you enjoy, which is really great. Um, and this is interesting because anybody else that's looking at starting their own business, this is what usually stops them sort of leaping in and going for it, is their foots in a few different camps. If you knew you couldn't fail, what would your, you know, would you do, do you think, for you? Yeah. Go all in in my, in my online business. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Germany and I also would like some more free time to travel, like, or flexibility. Not necessarily free time, I don't really have much of that right now, mm. but flexibility mm. to be able, like at that online business, I could do a lot from wherever I am. And I had some time lately where I was a bit homesick. Mm. Um, and that's where I really think like, oh, I really would like to go home for, mm. for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. There's some, something between, we've got to shift ourselves between the, um, the unknown and the known. There's a, there's a gap in between. And mm -hmm. it's a matter I found and, and with others that have done the same thing when they move their side hustle to becoming their permanent thing. Um, it's, mm -hmm. it's what, it's the passion of it. It's, it's really building that up as your, you just keep thinking of that and believing you can do mm -hmm. it because you can, you know, because you've already, mm -hmm. and I think the cool thing is you've had a lot of experience. So, you know, you've actually uncovered all the secrets of how to run the business. Every mistake I make that is scary, but it's also very empowering because it is your choice. And when something goes wrong, you can fix it and you can take full responsibility which yeah. doesn't all, always work when you work for somebody else yeah that's so interesting because that that in itself is probably inspiring to somebody else that that's in the same position and like you you said another thing which i think is really cool and that's about the networking finding others that are in the same situation as you and you you spend a lot of time um, contacting people and pushing yourself forward that's what i've noticed which i think is so great like you're doing your pop-ups aren't you Yes, yeah. So this summer I started a pop-up shop in Little River, which is at a lovely lady's um, uh, store there. Yeah, Biz, who's been and on one of our podcasts too. Yeah, I met her through the course that I've done with Jane, and that was such an amazing experience so far. I loved every second of it, dealing, like, direct selling to people dealing with people straight away get, mm. getting feedback off people and also hanging out with this all day long it was just so amazing and yeah. i love little river such a beautiful it place. is eh? in the past i've done the new brighton market which i want to do again mm -hmm. this year um and the hornby indoor market oh yes all yeah. sorts of other markets like that. being that your business is predominantly online does that help you get more clients online as well does it's definitely giving the business another outlet to be seen and people then see the brand and see the product range and they can touch and feel the product they can smell it because especially the deodorant smells mm. so amazing you cannot smell that on an online shop yeah that's yeah. great in a nutshell to to wind up our little chat today what would be your advice go all in 
commit. Um, to set yourself a time frame as well. So I have set myself another time frame of this summer where I want to do as many markets, as many pop-ups as I possibly can and just go out and just experience it, see what the feedback is and just embrace it all um, to grow more because I'm just in the middle. I'm not new, new um, and I'm not big yet. Stuff And also what's really important, look after your existing clients. They are the most loyal clients. They are more, more likely to come back. And when you just maintain that client base, send emails on a regular basis, send them discount codes and yeah, appreciate them and engage with them. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, sharing everything about what you're doing and your journey. And you're so passionate and you do just, you've got a fantastic product that you absolutely believe in. And don't hold back. Go for it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye for now. Well, I hope you found that really interesting and helpful to, along your journey, especially if you've also got an online business or you are um, building up something slowly on the side as you're working a full-time job as well. You will find Annalena's uh, website, which is goodgirlxo.com. And yeah, we look forward to hearing from more of you that are interested in being in our podcast. So please reach out if you are one of those women that would love to tell us a bit about what you do, but also some tips that you've learned along the way, which is what the biz chats are all about. So thanks very much for tuning in and until our next podcast, take care out there.